This was madness. Montana El Diablo was not designed to sit and wait. He was a thing of action. It was like a highly tuned car, spinning its wheels, wearing out parts and getting nowhere. But ever the professional, Montana El Diablo decided to follow through on his plan, to sit in his car, to stare at this empty street, to do nothing. Perhaps it was the lack of physicality that was frustrating him. So he started flexing his buttocks, first together, causing him to bob up and down slightly in his seat, then the left butt cheek and the right, and the left and the right. You understand the pattern established here. I won't keep going. Which made him quickly rock back and forth, slowly prodding the car into motion, so passers-by would think a young couple was clumsily knocking boots in there. Fairly lackluster and weakly, maybe. He's a little anemic, but at least he's trying. But that sad fiction wasn't true. Montana El Diablo felt that reality was even worse. He had to do something. Montana El Diablo got out of the car and did some basic calisthenics before realizing that a man exercising in the street might be considered suspicious. And the reason private investigators stayed in their cars was to keep a low profile. Still, Montana El Diablo was out in the street. The bracing night air ignited Montana El Diablo's hunger. That's what he was missing. All the best stakeouts had snacks to keep the blood sugar up and maybe a staple classic cup of joe, bitter and black, to feed the sense of justice Montana El Diablo used to drive him through every day. There was a coffee shop at the end of the street and a cliché corner supermarket at the other that would have a wide selection of sugar and corn syrup-based snacks. Go to the coffee shop, go to episode 80, go for snacks, go to episode 109.